This is just winging it. The winging it podcast. Coming straight to it. you live from an actual snowstorm, which uh, I have yeah. no idea why we had, like, we, A, we had an actual winter weather advisory. I don't know if you saw that yep. last night. And then B, uh, I woke up yeah. and, like, the trees were so covered in snow that I w- it, it might as well have been December, you know? And now it's all <laughs> melting into slush, but holy we, shit. Literally, we made the biggest snowman that we've ever made, the kids and I. Oh, yeah? Um, initially, you know, we wanted to do it as tall as daddy. Um, me, so three feet in case you don't know who that is um and yeah three feet <laughs> so we were going for the full six feet and we uh you know and i ambitiously i agreed to that i thought i thought we could do it because it was i mean i don't know if you went out there but it was perfect snow for a snowman what um, time of day are we talking is this early oh we were oh they didn't even eat they woke up and usually they eat uh, of course as we've talked about yogurt you know, right away. I've already made it for them by <laughs> the time they're They have to, to, to get rid of the stockpile, right? Yes, exactly. They have to get, get on it. Um, we make it now twice a week. Um, and it's a gallon of milk that we make twice a week. That's how much yogurt we drink. John, I hate I mean, this conversation. <laughs> I need you to stop talking about so, this. <laughs> so, uh, so we, um, we went outside and it was probably like 7.30 in the morning that they went out. Oh, this it was is just, like legit early this morning. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. We went right out because they were, they were already awake by, you know, 7. So uh, we went out and it was just the perfect, it was still snowing, but, you know, there was enough on the ground that I could like shovel, like just push it into piles that were big enough to make a snowman. Mm-hmm. So I basically just cleared my entire yard and just, you know, it was a pile in, in that made the snowman. I mean, we got like we got like three inches, so it was a decent amount. No, I mean, there's a lot of snow, totally. Yeah, but by yeah. the time we were like in a place where we would have gone outside, it was like right. nine. And by that point, okay. it, was, it was it was already turning into rain. But I was yeah, looking yeah, around yeah. thinking, man, this is really like, you know, if this were earlier in the season, this is like people go skiing this weekend because it's yeah, like great yeah, yeah, powder yeah. out, you know? It's, it's surreal. How you doing, yeah, man? In the, in the middle of April, I'm okay. I mean, you know, I, I, so I'm. You're always catching me like right after I go to the grocery store. So there, so it's always that, you know, that like whatever mood you want to call that. That's what I'm in. I didn't know that. So you just got back from the grocery store. I did, which is why I just took a shower and looked like. Oh, you know, that's why I've you got, just took a shower. I've okay, got hair like down to my knees, from what you can see. This is yeah. What I want to explain I this for people. It. This is yeah, what, yeah, yeah. when, when I first called it. I John. Hear you describe so it. he picks up, and his hair. For one thing, it has a big <laughs> swoop in the front. Normally, yeah. John's hair is very tightly, you know, qu- just like his personality, very tightly controlled, very buttoned yes. down, you know, very right. repressed, buttoned uh, up. Think, really, yeah. just like you know, living in fear of being buttoned you know down called anything but perfect. Yeah. And uh, and his hair right now looks like fucking Shaggy from Scooby Doo, circa nineteen seventy two. Yep. It is yep. like long. It is wild. Uh, it's it's majestic. And apparently it's wet. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to say you have greasy hair because you clearly don't right now. Yeah, but it looks. Yeah. It looks basically the way it normally does texturally speaking but it's yes. still wet which makes me think well, maybe your hair is greasier not, than I realized. It's not actually wet now. It's not actually. <laughs> okay, so it's, <laughs> it's dry. It's not actually okay. wet now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah it looks yeah, very yeah, fluffy. Yeah. It is. It is. I do have a fluffy head of hair, which, you know, it doesn't look necessarily look good, but I mean, it's fluffy. But it's a thing. It's 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 a thing. It's an adjective. So the grocery store, I mean, you know, I feel like just uh, the evolution, the whole, this whole thing, like day to day and week to week, as we've talked about, it just feels like we're in it to a to a new level. Right. It does. Um, and, and so the same with the grocery store, because now, of course, you know, we talked about grocery store a couple of weeks ago. And now it's the case that all grocery stores have that thing where they only allow a certain number of people in and there's like markers everywhere. And you're you're in your mind working out the longest route around someone if you're like trying to get something that they're near. 
You know, I'm like walking across the whole grocery store to get <laughs> yeah. back around to where they are. <laughs> I know, I've been doing that too. Um, and, and the whole thing is just surreal, you know, and everybody has masks on now because that's right. the way it is here, at least in Massachusetts. I have to say that I was, I took a, a trip last weekend to New Hampshire and it was like, you know, they don't even care that... <laughs> I mean, live it is free, or, free die, or die, man. Yes. And the die is the emphasis yeah. here. They're like, they're like, live free or like, don't put a mask on and I'll die. in the store was wearing it. Uh, the Target that I went to, um, the people working there weren't wearing them. You oh know, so they really are embracing the live free or die. I can't believe you crossed um, state lines during this. We we gotta we gotta circle well, back to that. But before we yeah, do, hang on about we'll grocery stores. That. Something yeah. that I'm I'm feeling like has been happening to me increase. I, I mean, I really I I I would say maybe an average of once every. 12 days go to a mm-hmm. store or something mm-hmm. like that it probably works out too yeah and yeah. every time i do there's a moment where i like have to go get something very specific it's actually it's it's not something spe- it's always just belvita it's the it's yeah. like this the morning granola bar you know things the the whole wheat bars right because it's like the one food that we all really love and we just like barrel oh, yeah, through your shit you're as into belvita as i am yogurt <laughs> yes I mean, exactly I've, you've had a long history we've talked about this we have before, talked about belvita. a year ago right exactly yeah. yeah this is an old standby in our family but now we're all home all the time so we're all like you know it's just like a classic go-to oh, you know not totally. really snack time not really meal time i want to get some energy it you can know, be have any a couple. Time. it's Sponsored all day long belvita. thank you thank you mandalay international and belvita yeah um and uh so you know so that's the thing we have to keep going back to stores to get and um, and so like i'm always in this Isn't exact that a thing situation that you can just get delivered to you though no because like, you no, know there's a lot of things out. the bulk wow. orders are out for these fucking things and the regular ones now are overpriced because of price yeah. gouging and panic yeah. buying so it's even so on annoying. like on like you know bj's or on target or any of these like online yeah. delivery things amazon they're all crazy wow. expensive which is ridiculous but anyway the reason i'm bringing this up is um when I go to a store to get these, <laughs> you know, I know what aisle they're in, right? And, yep, and I'm like yep. about to turn and I'm following the directions of the arrows on the floor because, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. in most stores now they have directional, you know, oh, yeah, aisles, right? Yes. And you have to kind of keep, which I have to say, I fuck up constantly oh, and then I, oh, I stop yeah. and go back. Right? I'm getting better and now I'm starting to judge other people. Like I'll be walking down an aisle and I see someone walking on the other end and I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, what you the know? fuck is wrong with you, you dumbass? And well, have anyway. you had those moments where you're about to grab some, or like you're about to move somewhere and someone else sort of takes a step back and it's like, oh shit, you yep. know, you have to like... <laughs> Well, that's what I was about to say is that I keep getting in this situation yeah, yeah. where I turn the corner and there's somebody like also turning into the aisle on the other end yep, of it. And yep. we have that moment and I'm like, okay, listen, listen, buddy, I have the fucking arrow on my side. Okay. I ha- right. also have a nicer mask. Yes. You know, minus three ply. Thank you very much. I'm looking out for three your safety. Ply. You should turn the fuck paper? around. Uh, I, th- I got rid of the paper ones. Actually, we're using fab. Yeah. We're, we're, we are making and being made for some yes. uh, cloth ones or some friends and family are yeah, also making yeah, them. Yeah, I keep, we keep getting, I don't even know where Bethany gets them. I think one of her aunts mailed a couple and, and she picked up a couple late, uh, the other day and brought them home and one was Star Wars, so I wore that today. I have no idea like who made it or where it came from, but I mean, it just, it just it. yeah, yeah, we have, we have, they're, they're coming out from, we have a friend in Australia making some, my mom yeah. and my sister have been making them like crazy and they're getting really good at it. So they've been sending awesome. like adventure time once it's fucking great, but yeah. I'm always in that situation. And then you have that stare down. It's the same situation that like, you know, for example, on the, on the entrance to our you know area, there's a street that kind of narrows to be like, it really is a one way street for like just yeah. a little portion because there's kind of a tree close to the road. Right. And I'm always like pulling up there at the same time somebody else is. And we have that moment where we're like, all right, who the fuck is going to do this? You know, 
and in the grocery and, I, and that's, that's already stressful but it only happens yes. like you know once a month maybe yes now it's yes. every time I go into a grocery store and I just want my fucking Belvita bars and there's always some asshole man on the other end of it wearing like no mask who's going the wrong direction and yeah, decides yeah. that he actually needs to get his fucking raisins more than I need to get the other direction and <laughs> fucking passes through and it's not even the aisle that his food is in because then I watch him go by you know after I'm like plastering myself to the side like flat yeah, yeah, you know yeah, 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 and he yeah. walks by and he just turns I'm like you couldn't have gone another aisle you piece of it's shit it's so bad oh man I know very stressful well, so that just got me thinking what would it look like if like a fight now broke out a socially distant fight <laughs> You know, like, what if that guy, like, what if you had a standoff situation where you, you know, you thankfully accommodated him because that was the right thing to do. Um, but, I mean, what if you didn't? Like, well, <laughs> I already have an imagine? answer for you. It would you know just what be, it is? I guess it would just be throwing groceries at each other. No, they're too, they're too precious. What it would be is because we all That's have true. so many masks all of a sudden and they're yeah. elastic, right? I would yeah, just have yeah. a slingshot fight with the masks, right? <laughs> so you just you get one of your extra that masks, is brilliant. put it between your hands, pull it back and fire, you know, a rock or a shoe or something at them. I would, a shoe. Right? I, could, I would never think of that. You're brilliant. I, I just wouldn't think to take the mask off and do that. But then again, well, we then have you a lot of masks, mask John. I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think about what we're supposed to do with you've these You've got backup though. masks though. Yeah, you've got so many of them. We do. And I have to say, because, you know, last time we talked, so the last time we recorded, I was like, I mean, I, I don't know if it was like as stressed as I've ever been in my life, but it was like pretty, pretty close to it for a whole variety of reasons. Yeah. I want to hear about, um, how you went from that to you're, you're just, you know, you're, you're basically levitating on clouds right now. Yeah. I'm just like normal human Patrick Green again. Yeah. Uh, so last week there was the house stuff, which we'll get to in a minute. But in addition to that, uh, I had just been wrapping up Holy Week, which was like all of these services and every single right. one of them was stressful. Like every mm-hmm. single time, this whole like having to use like the special clothes that I've, that I know I can wash again. Cause I'm like, I'm like yes. ruining clothes now cause I'm washing them so much. So I'm like, oh, I yeah. have like a few that I know I can kind of get away with washing a lot. So you I like put the special clothes after, yeah. on. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, the mask that has to be like, that has to be, you know, antiseptized or whatever the hell you say, you know. And then like going there and doing this thing and then coming back and then knowing that I have to go back like later that afternoon or the next day. And it was just, there was a whole week of that every single day right. in the midst of working. And like, and every time I did that, I was worried about being exposed in, you know, an environment and not having control over what other people yeah. did, even though right. we were being careful, just that level how of many anxiety. People, how many people right? has it been that you're singing with? It, it, the maximum people, the most we ever had in that church for one of these was eight people. Okay. Okay. And. You, Most people were I'm, 30 feet away from each other. So, I'm sure you've yeah. heard of this like nightmare one with that choir. I don't even remember yeah, where it was, I right? It was but, like, 40 State. of the 60 people got COVID. Like it was insane oh, numbers. Yeah. No, and those, those aren't singers that I'm talking about. The, the only singers, it's only been the four of us, the four professionals okay, okay, this entire okay. time. Oh, and so you, you have like administrative people or other people hanging out Just there, the two yeah. priests and the music director. And then okay, for, yeah. for like the Maundy priests, Thursday usually, service, we have one person in the back. I think they call administrators, right? Yeah. Administrators. Yeah, they're admin staff. Administer the god. But the the singers, like, we're all hypochondriacs because you kind of have to be to be a singer anyway. And right, so, like, right. we're all using, like, just absolutely ridiculous. Per- that, that's why we have curtain rods. You know, like, that's, that's interesting. Someday thing. I want to unpack that. You have to be a hypochondriac to be a singer. Huh, well, because your instrument is tied to your physiology. So if you're not yeah, healthy, then no, that you, know, you makes can't sense. perform, okay. right? So, I guess so you, get very used to, yeah. you get very used to trying to take care of yourself. It's been unpacked. It's been unpacked. That was the unpacking. Exactly. <laughs> uh, welcome home. And uh, so the whole week, though, it was just this ritual over and over and over again that was building up anxiety. And uh, and I have to say, now that I don't have to do that anymore, I feel a lot better. Going out yeah, in public has yeah. been very stressful. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's so it's bizarre thinking of every person that you cross paths with as a as a threat, you know? Yeah, it's it just sucks. weird. And like, 
I guess there's also this weird element to it where at the same time, everyone's a threat, but everyone's also a little bit nicer generally from what I've seen. Like certainly when I'm walking around my neighborhood, like I'm talking to all these people and, you know, obviously from very, very far away, but um, it's just people, we're all in it, right? And that's the only thing that's on everybody's mind. Right. So people are just generally, I feel like, you know, kinder to each other. Um, but at the same time, don't fucking come near me because you're going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. And I like, still how remember weird is clearly, that, you know, I remember like when that started, I think we recorded, I think we talked about it when I, I don't know how, I don't even know what month it is right now. I guess it's still April. Like back in, in March, I think it's when January. Was, yeah. Whatever the hell it's, it's also snowing. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? <laughs> but back earlier in the days of this, I remember having a conversation with our neighbor and, uh, and having that moment where she like deliberately stepped farther away from me in the middle of the conversation mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. being kind of like haunted by that because like this is somebody you know there's a lot of trust we're you know like good neighbors and everything and she knows that you know i wouldn't put any unnecessary risks out there but like it was the first time i'd kind of experienced somebody gauging how far away they were and changing yeah it. yeah and now that's just every literally every interaction i have with anybody who i'm not related to is that same thing it's like okay let's oh, stop yeah. for a minute let's look at how many you know spaces are between us okay we're good okay you got gloves okay good okay we can go now you know right, it's crazy right. It is absolutely crazy. Um, tell me more about why you're so uh, less stressed out this week. Because I, I mean, yeah. I, I haven't heard the actual story behind. I know, I know the news, but go ahead and tell me. Yeah, so we we have officially bought and sold a house during lockdown, which Woo! feels <laughs> extremely you must be one weird. Of like, like there can't be that many people who've done that. I mean, in the thousands probably, but like. It can't be that many. I would say right? thirteen hundred twenty-four. For some reason, I'm seeing that number. <laughs> I mean, it's right amazing now. to have gone through both of those and have done it as quickly as you did. Um, I mean, much faster than than you know a typical real estate transaction. I've never heard of any house area. sale going that. I mean, I, I know that they do, but that I mean that everything oh, yeah. was done within the four days, basically, of the listing going up. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and I and I, I was. You know, a lot of my anxiety the last couple of weeks, in addition to getting the photos and getting the like, you know, having people, contractors come in to fix things and, you know, getting everything ready to put it on the market and just the cost of that and everything else. Yeah, um, yeah. Part of the stress was just like the headlines coming out constantly saying the housing market will never recover. There was specifically right. an article that came out the evening that we got that final offer that we accepted that yeah. said that like, if you have a condo, don't sell it right now because condominium oh, sales are down 29% from last year at this point in time. And I was like, what are people talking about? Okay. A, well, I realize yeah. that that is accurate. I'm not like saying that it's not. Well, yeah, because you you happen to be in a market that's also, I think, you know, above average. <laughs> Apparently, I I, I yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I mean, the average listing time in our town is 47 days too. So it just huh, this was the right the right property at the right moment. Yeah, I think, and yeah. I think we had a really good real estate agent, and I think we like prepped it well enough. And uh, and I think a big key to this thing was supply and demand, right? Mm, so there, yeah. especially because of where things are right now. Oh yeah, but in addition, our town is not a town that has very many homes that are under like three million dollars in it. So mm-hmm, if anything, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has alerts set up for when things go on the market under a million, right? So I think right, that helped. Right. I think people saw that. Yeah, I think not many people listed because of the situation that we're in. I mm-hmm. think also it's spring and literally mid-April is when you list a house. Like this is when to, this is when oh, people yeah, do this it, is right? Peak. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people who well, already had money set peak, aside yeah. for this were like you know kind of waiting for that to happen. Yeah. Usually it's yeah. not snowing during this, but you know. And then I think the the big thing that made a difference was that this is, that we had a deadline for offers to be yeah. submitted, and it was like oh, super yeah. aggressive because we had this you know uh, as people might or may not remember it's, it's okay if you don't but we had uh, we had already agreed to buy this other home and so we had a limited time frame so we right. wanted to move it as quickly as possible 
So, you know, we were going into this Tuesday deadline thinking like, there's no way, you know, anybody's going to get their shit together in the midst of this Mm -hmm. crisis to turn because people didn't even visit the house until last Saturday. Right. So like, there's no way this is going to happen. But it did. We had a ton of offers for it. um, And none of them were below market price or listing price or anything. And they were people like were very generous with it. Yeah. And, uh, and it was kind of astonishing, but I do have a funny little just wing it story about that. (laughs) Do it. Go ahead. So, uh, Part of this was that we, we wanted to have all of the showings, as you know, kind of cons- consolidated to Saturday, if possible, yeah. because it was a holiday weekend, for one thing, and we wanted a little bit of time at home, but also to kind of try to mitigate the amount of like exposure and trying to make sure that we could keep everything clean. So we had, you know, Saturday was just hours and hours of this. And then um, we yeah. had a couple parties who had expressed interest in coming Monday or Tuesday. Um, somebody came on Monday and just like stayed outside the house and didn't tell us about it and did their own like kind of like private walk around, which is kind of weird huh that's Um, interesting oh my god speaking of which (laughs) did i ever close the loop on the willowy woman no with you no i haven't done that yet holy shit i have a note on my desk that says don't forget to tell john about okay i'm gonna bookmark the (laughs) shit out of this okay so don't let me forget about it i'm almost done i won't um and then there was the, the other party you know wasn't getting a hold of us back wasn't saying anything but we had been told by their agent that they were like a really good prospect and that we should, yeah, you know, yeah. if possible. But we hadn't heard from them. And the deadline was Tuesday at 5. You know, I was wrapping up my day at work at 4.40. Huh. Nothing had come through yet. And then our agent calls and says, hey, this person actually just drove, you know, into the neighborhood and would love to go see the place. And he's like, I think you should, if you can, I think you should make it happen. He's like, you know, I'm at a job site. I'll be there in 15 minutes. You know, just like kind of like get what you can out, clean it up a little bit, and then, you know, we'll take care of it. <laughs> oh, man. So we're like running around like absolute nut jobs try because like to get the place prepped like you know you have to get the lights on you have to clean stuff out you have to get all the clutter out of the way you have to clean up the food i mean we just finished lunch like late that day so there was actual (laughs) food out everywhere and we're like throwing shit in the garbage can just like slamming stuff in boxes fucking literally running around the house throwing the kids in the car have you seen have you seen parasite i'm not going to give anything away for people but but i'm just thinking of (laughs) do you know what moment i'm talking about which one Oh, oh they're, when, they're, when they're coming home, they're in the yeah, house right. And they come <laughs> yeah, home. It was like, I was actually thinking about that. I was like, this feels like the moment uh, in the living room, and they're like sweeping and for all some the food reason, off the carpet. For some reason, Micah and the kids also have to hide under a table or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? right, right. <laughs> that movie's amazing. Um, it was. It, it felt. It felt like that. That same. And, and like you know, I, I, you can tell because it's a very quiet area when there's like yeah. a new car outside, and I like saw it idling in the parking lot. And I was like, oh my yeah. god, this is happening. Our agents like swinging through. Uh, and we like get, you know, out of the house, throw the scooters in the car. I just start driving. I'm like, okay, where are we going to go for the next 45 <laughs> minutes? You know, that's going to be open because again, in a normal situation, we'd be like, all right, let's just go out to dinner. Like, let's go of do course. but there's yeah, nowhere to great. go. Right. And oh it was, of God. course it was like kind of shitty outside. Although it was, it was nice enough that we could at least spend 45 minutes. So we find this like trailhead. We get out. We like, we're trying to figure out what I actually threw in the car, which it turned out was two yeah. scooters and a couple of Frisbees. So I'm like, all right, I guess we're going <laughs> no with this. No one's wearing clothes. Everyone's just Everybody's naked. Everybody's naked, but we did yep. have helmets, which was which was good. Foresight, you had helmets, right? that's good, yep. And we're like getting out of the car. I'm trying to get the shit out. And then Henry just starts screaming that he has to go to the bathroom. So Micah grabs him <laughs> oh, and starts no. running into the woods. And there's all these other cars there because it's a very popular trailhead. And she's like running oh, and Henry's no. taking his pants off as she's running. <laughs> Jude is uh, having a meltdown for some reason because I think I brought the wrong stuff. Or it was because he didn't want to use his scooter and I brought like his scooter. He wanted to use mine. Of course, mine. yep. 
And so then, so then Henry's taking his pants off and Mike is screaming, get the wipes, get the wipes, get the wipes. And meanwhile, I'm trying to keep Jude out of the parking lot, right? And I'm like, he's going to Like, you know, he's not a baby. We don't have just wipes, like, you know, lying around. Right, right, but right. But we did have some cleansing wipes. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to be running over this crest of a hill and I'm going to get there and Henry's going to be shitting on Micah right now. Like, I just had this bit, this like moment where he's like, you know, pride rock, Mufasa holding him up and he's yep, shitting. Yep. Um, luckily, it was just because he had peed a little bit on his leg. So it wasn't actually that big it of a deal. It was just pee. Um, it was just peak, but then we had this oh, really man. nice hike. What a relief. And, uh, I'm sure it was for him. <laughs> and, uh, we came back home again and this guy, of course, didn't actually end up making an offer because how could he possibly get pre-approved in 40 minutes before the deadline was due? <laughs> right. But like, it was still, it was a good faith thing. You know, we still did it. Yeah. 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 And then we came home and, uh, and our realtor was still there. just kind of like, you know, helping clean out the place. And he had this like, you know, bright blue sanitary gloves and his mask and all this shit, you know, <laughs> and we're just like laughing about how insane this whole thing is. And he was just telling us, uh, the offers. And I was just like speechless. I couldn't believe that it actually happened and that mm. we found the perfect, perfect buyers in addition to just writing this really nice offer that uh, they all and waiving a lot of stuff and making it really yep. easy for us and giving us flexibility with closing because of all the stuff going on. They, they submitted like this really beautiful photo collage of their family. Mm. It's a young couple with a kid. They've been saving for a long time. They just sold their home in, in, in the city. So they have money now and they're ready big to like city. move out to, yeah. the, to the big city. They <laughs> want to move out to the burbs. And, uh, and they wrote this beautiful letter that was just talking about like how they, you know, really love this town and they love this area and they loved our home and that like they haven't put any offers on anything, but they've been looking for a year and they felt like this was the moment. Wow. And I just feel like, you know, they I probably used that same letter for everything. That I'm sure lost. they did. I, I know this because I remember doing it myself. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I, I, I did. We did it too. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it yeah, does yeah. go, it does go a long way. And, and I, oh, I really, it does. Yeah. I really felt like, you know, they, I don't know, just everything, everything aligned and in that sense of peace, like I texted you mm. that night, I was like that sense of, of just taking a deep breath and knowing oh, that what a we relief. were done yeah. with that. I mean, oh my God. And now we have, you know, over a month to get everything else figured out. We're going to be fine. We don't have to move for a long time. Uh, and I just feel great before I shut up, which I need to, um, can I close the loop on the willowy woman? Please, you must close the loop, but you have to remind okay. people what this even, what the hell it is. I mean, this was like I two years ago at this point, but our, we have turnover with our listeners, you know, it's probably a whole new batch of them. So, do. so, uh, so the willowy woman story goes back to pretty early days, kind of primordial, just winging it. Um, this came from a primordial. sighting in our backyard of a woman who was positively, phantom-like phantasmic yes. if you will yes who it was like twilight and micah keeps yelling at me i mean I you, keep wa changing you the watched story. her walk through a, a wall right she, so. she apparated she yeah. vomited <laughs> ectoplasm it was pretty legit <laughs> no so it was like it was it was like after dinner time it was dusk and uh we were getting ready to go upstairs and get ready for bed and everything and then there was just this woman who looked very old and very frail wearing what in my mind was a mummy costume but which Micah has since told me was just a loose dress. So whatever. Um, and she was staring. She was very close to our rear slider door and in our yard and sort of staring into the house. And then I didn't see her again forever yeah. until a week and a half ago. Or maybe right, not even a week and a half. I would have mentioned that on the episode. So it must have been like less than a week ago. That Anyway, uh, long story short, we're really good friends now. She's fucking awesome. Her name is June. -uh. And I met her because we had another one of these, you know, neighborhood block parties that I keep talking about mm -hmm. where we all mm -hmm. come out and shout at each other across the driveways. And uh, and she was there and I was like looking <laughs> you at just her. Spew, and, <laughs> spew saliva at each other. From yeah, we're just like. The <laughs> 
Um, and I was like, oh my God, that's the willowy woman. And we're talking and I, and I, and she turns and, you know, we're, we're having a conversation. I'm like, oh my God, that's who, that's who this has been. It turns her out voice like? Uh, her voice is, so let me, so she's, she kind of talks like this. It's slightly yeah. patrician, very old right. school. She has a, a lot to say, but she says it mm-hmm. quite slowly. And were you the British. only one who could talk to her? I, <laughs> 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 yeah, I was actually just alone on the floor. Suddenly you the... just realized, wait a minute, no one else did talk to her. <laughs> I was like, wait. So it turns out the Willoughby woman is actually uh, an extraordinary person. She is a retired MIT professor. She ran the nuclear physics lab at MIT for 30 what? years, worked at Los Alamos, was a pioneering woman physicist in the 1960s at a time when there weren't even like integrated colleges in most of these things. And she's one of the most respected particle physicists in the country. That's and she amazing. retired and moved out here and lives, I think alone. I don't know. I don't know if she drives. I think she does actually. I How did you, driving. did you, did you look her up? No, we just sort of talking. Well, I did eventually, okay. but at the you at the event, you need to look her up and just make sure that it doesn't say you know died in 1975. I'm still not convinced. I'm still not convinced. No, I looked her up, and there are press releases about this. She's like a legit notable physicist. No, no, um, no. I believe all that. I'm just who's saying, still alive, John. May- you may still be talking to a ghost. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's just, and, and so I was telling her specifically about Doug the physicist, who, you know, is one of my absolute best friends. Oh, and we yeah, talk about yeah. physics all the time. And I'm thinking, you know, he was living with us on and off for like three years when he was teaching up here. Remember, he would stay for like a, a day or two every single week. Right, And right. I wish that we had just like gone outside and they would have had the best, you know, conversations. Um, you need to mention her name to him because I bet he'll know it. Like, I did. Just say and and he, he didn't know her, but he knew her work. And he knew okay. the lab that yeah, she yeah, taught yeah. in. So it's pretty amazing. Um, anyway, long and story he short, said, I though. I thought she died. <laughs> he was like, she died in a car accident <laughs> in your backyard four years ago. <laughs> Uh, so she um, now is like you know knows the kids and talks to Jude about physics while he's out on the scooter in the front from That's far amazing. away you know and we'll just pull out our chairs and sit wow. there and talk about you know wave particle duality and shit and and, and she just can in time teach for me you physics to leave, I know now that we're leaving but I'm so <laughs> that was like you know there's always one weird neighbor story no matter where you live there's like that oh, yeah. one that one person who just sort of becomes a legend and I have so many of those in my life that I had no closure on where I would just mm-hmm. move out of this apartment or something and be like you know what was going on with that person upstairs or that person across the street who was like up all night doing some weird shit you know what I mean yeah and yeah. this this would have been that had I not had this little bit of closure just you know a month before we moved yeah. out so I feel pretty lucky that's amazing yeah. that is that's really cool that you were able to close the book on that you know yeah. I mean because if you had never known just imagine if you had never known what happened to her I mean she literally could have been a ghost. I would have probably assumed I was crazy. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I guess I already. <laughs> yeah. There's other evidence of that. But anyway, how is everybody That's feeling true. this week? Last week we talked. There were a lot of you know, rather harrowing health things going oh, on. Oh yeah, with that's Luke. true with so Luke. How's yeah. everybody doing? No, no, I mean, everybody's good. I mean, you know, yeah. his finger, it's amazing how, you know, a fingernail can be put back in and sorry for anyone who's puking right now again, uh, but a fingernail can be put back in and, and, you know, within a week or two look like decent, you know, like it's just, well, it's they grow so up. fast, you know, they, they really, yeah. it's amazing how quickly that keratin replenishes itself. Right, right. And he still has another one of his fingers where the whole fingernail is like purple, you know, it's probably going to die. 
Um, but that's but different, it'll just right? Grow because back. that's something that when you were talking about this last week, like I have had that happen before. The boys have had that happen before. Mike yeah, had yeah, it yeah. happen once where the nail like just gets injured and then eventually kind of just falls off as it's kind of regrowing in again, right? Right, right. But so that, that's, that's a different yeah. type of injury than the one that Luke had, which was more catastrophic. Yes, exactly. But he had both because, you know, it, it affected three fingers. Um, one of them, the pinky or the, yeah, the pinky one was what, you know, the purple one. And then the middle, uh, the middle finger is the one that was badly injured and, uh, whatever fingers in between that, the ring finger, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We say ring. Is, yeah. Is yours was just longer than your index finger? This is actually a big genetic thing. Is your, is your, let me hold it up. Let me see. Oh yeah. That, that's like a thing, yeah, right? You can tell yeah. someone's descent or whatever from. It's like either, it's either you can tell their descent or if they're about to die of cancer. I don't know. Yeah, I, I never yeah, remember I think which that's one. What it is. But, yeah. you know, it's something like that, right? <laughs> Imminent death. Um, the other interesting, so, so, but we're feeling fine. And, uh, you know, increasingly I become convinced that I've had COVID-19 because what I, the symptoms that I had described certainly went away. And I'm like, you know, if they were just all anxiety, then wouldn't I still have it? Um, but of course it's possible that it is still all psychosomatic and I'm just, you know, I thought I got over it and therefore I'm feeling less anxious. Who well, knows? that's the thing I was going to say, is your anxiety level the same as it was three weeks ago? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I get some, it, it was just the weird, it was weird how it happened because, you know, at that time I wasn't sure. I don't know what's changed now. If anything, I would think I'm more anxious because, you know, we're, we're peaking in Massachusetts, right? Like the peak is apparently coming soon. It's been pushed off a little, which is a good thing in terms of hospitals being able to deal with it and all that. But, um, no, I'm feeling good and I'm, you know, and I've been making sure to be active and actually a cool thing that I started doing uh just when was it uh this is i've done two of them now zoom classes um so the the boxing instructor that i have decided to you know give it a shot i guess last week and uh you know i was <laughs> i i definitely didn't have high hopes for it because it's like it's awkward you know like how much of it is them doing something how much of it is them giving you feedback? Like, right. can they actually see you? Was you know, it one on, this... wasn't one-on-one, on one, was it? No, it wasn't one-on-one. On one. Okay. It was actual group, which means it's all the harder for him to be able to, like, you know, see everybody. Um, and also, it's a little... It's like, you know, you're inviting people into your home. It's a little weird. Um, but it actually was great. Like, it was, you know, I saw the regulars who I hadn't seen in a while, which was nice. And it was, it's great because, you know, he can still give you feedback as you're going. If anything, it's probably a little... It's in a different way... You know, it's, it's a little easier for him to watch everybody. He doesn't have to walk around or anything. He's just looking on his phone. Um, was he still so, walking around with his phone to kind of yeah. like keep it believable? <laughs> no, he Like, wasn't. did you see the wall moving? Okay, okay. Well, maybe no. he should consider that, you know. Yeah, that's true. For very right. similitude. Yes. So it's definitely awkward at first, but, you know, we're all adjusting to this new reality and, uh, and, and you know, video, uh, interacting with each other over, over video in ways that we wouldn't have thought to do because, you know, why would you? Um, but, but it actually worked and it's something that he's going to do regularly. Now we already had another session, um, where he brought like a coach that he's worked with and, and that was really cool. Cause he got to, you know, show us all, you know, kind of more advanced stuff. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been nice to just make sure that, you know, we're all staying active and getting some good outdoor time with the kids. And, um, you know, we're finding more and more trails around our house, which we otherwise just like had, we had gone on, but we never realized how how far they go right um, this is, i've had a lot of moments like that too where these things yeah. that we've just kind of touched in the past i'm like holy mm -hmm. shit this is a whole trail system so it's amazing how when you when you sort of stay put 
that you just notice so much more around you, you know, in terms of some of your neighbors and, you know, some of the nature that's around you that you didn't even realize was there. The phantasms who um, are operating in the backyard. <laughs> exactly, yes. And and so, you know, I've appreciated that. And then the other part of it is just noticing um, your kids more, right? And them being with them all the time and them experiencing each other more. Um, and then you just sort of, you know, having more downtime with them and... uh it, you know, that part has been nice, just seeing them be closer to each other and just like, you know, obviously there's times where they get on each other's nerves and that happens. We have but, a lot of those times lately. Yeah. Oh my I mean, it's, God. Yeah, it's daily, right? But, but you know, it's still, it sort of nets out positive in terms of their interactions and, and the fun that they have together. And it's just the cutest thing, you know, to watch. Are they doing okay in terms of like energy levels and in terms of like anxiety and anger like are, did they feel like they're adjusted pretty well to it? i think so yeah you know i've been watching out for that expecting that at some point they might get kind of you know sad about not being with other friends especially grace you know since she had more connections with school and such um or just like miss seeing other people we've had a couple family members who dropped stuff off for like easter and they got to see them you know through the door and i wasn't sure how that would go like how upset they'd get <laughs> and you know they they wanted to go outside but right. you know they're they're like putting their hand to the door and so another emotional. person. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but it actually, they, but they were fine. Like, and, and in some cases, they were done talking to the person before the person was done, which is awkward because right. they just like run back into the house and every um, Facetime call has been like that too. I'm like, okay, kids, like, yeah, get yeah. ready. We're gonna talk to Tita. You know, like, make sure you're, you know. And then they're like, hi, bye. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? And and you know, and Micah's mom's like crying, like, I want to say it's more to yes, you. And they're like, yes, I don't yes. want to make popcorn. I yeah, know. I don't know why our kids are so well adjusted to to the idea of like not being able to see other people, but like it's kind of weird. Like it's it's getting yes. a little strange. <laughs> that I know what so you mean. Okay with it. I'm, I actually, yeah, I thought they'd be more um, upset or craving that connection, but I haven't seen it. Um, and I imagine it would be different if we just had one kid at home. Like I, I really feel for parents who have one child, or you know, I was thinking about it, and actually, probably what's even harder is when you have. Um, two kids who are so different like when you basically when you have a baby right or an infant and then a kid because I remember having this feeling and Bethany and I were talking about this where you basically have two only children you know like they're not interacting as much with each other obviously they are to some extent but you have to really um, fully care for you know one in a very different way than the other and that must be so taxing right now Um, you know of course not to mention the work part of it um, and trying to balance that, which has been a whole other side of this. <laughs> that has been a, a continuing a continuing adventure of the work side of it. But yeah. something that we just talked about, I think last night, Micah and I uh, were... So, like, you know, like I remember saying coming into last week that I was going to try to work on my, like, stress levels with the kids so that I'd be more mm. patient. Yeah. And next week, I'm going to try to work on getting more, like, ambitious about structuring things again mm-hmm. with Micah, because mm-hmm. that really kind of fell apart. Although, we, it's not like we're just sitting around watching TV, but it, it's just not, you know, like, the activities we're doing are getting a little kind of rote, you know, so I, I want to yes, try to fix yes, that, yes. right? Um, but we were talking about wh- some reasons why that could be happening, and something that came up that, that is interesting is, so, you know, Micah isn't going into her last, I guess, well, f- two full weeks, but really three weeks of school at this point, which is yeah. nuts. That is crazy. So, like, she's just obviously has an incredible amount of work to do. So, what that means, and I'm still working full time. So, what what this means mm-hmm. is that 
we are having to basically pass like ships in the night and we're like scheduling our calendars out so that I know like, okay, I'm going to like clock out at two for two hours. I've told my yep. colleagues about that. I need to like, you know, do a quick tag team. You go work for those two hours. When you're done, I'll go, I'll work until 530 to make up for it. I'll tag out and get dinner ready while you do some more work. And then you come down for dinner. And we yes. realize that we are never actually parenting at the same time now basically other than bedtime and we're also not seeing each other at all until the kids are asleep by which point we're so exhausted and usually have work to do right so like so yeah. what we were talking about last night is i think it will help a little bit if we do what it takes to make sure that some of that time is like specifically kind of like quote unquote wasted by us both just being present with the kids at the same time yeah yeah and like taking that extra half hour out of my work day to do that and her staying up a half hour later to finish studying because the kids are only seeing one of us at any given time. And what that is leading to, in addition to, I think, just kind of stress, is that we're having to only do activities that both of them can do, mm, really. Yeah, yeah. Unless I'm just like, okay, go off and do your own thing, but that, you know, I don't want to have them doing that every day. Right. So, like, we're having to... So, for example, yesterday, you know, you can see I have the floor plan for our new home out. You know, yes. I, was, I, was, I was in CAD software doing some, um, you know, some, uh, like, mock, this computer mock-ups of what the, the floor plan is and then building it out to see where the furniture would fit and how we would get light and what yeah, we would yeah, paint yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I love doing that kind of stuff. And Jude oh, yeah. saw me That's doing fun. it, you know, and was like, oh, can I do that too? And so I had to think for a minute. I was like, well, we have to wait until Henry's asleep because we need the, like, clarity of mind for to one thing open up a CAD program and show him how it works but also like to like have him give me meaningful design inputs using his school issued iPad and that like <laughs> takes a, a legit amount of like back and forth and talking about you know things like stressors on materials you know where weight is held in a home right, things right. like that I, and but things that Jude gets and that he's really yeah. into like he wants to be an architect oh yeah that's now, awesome. awesome but like if Henry were awake during that there's just absolutely no chance yes. because it would be Micah doing work or me doing work, and then both of the kids there, and Jude trying to concentrate while Henry, Henry's doing his own thing, and then me having to kind of ignore Henry to do that with Jude. So what yeah. we're going to try to do now is like schedule time where we can both be kind of co-parenting like normal again during the day, and then be able to like go off with each kid as they, you know, depending on what they're doing so that they can have some individualized attention to be able to mm -hmm. work on stuff mm -hmm. that they want to work on and get our help with it. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I don't think I realized we haven't been doing at all until last night, and realizing that like, because we are always here because we're like always just sort of locked in this rhythm that the days are blending together way too much and we're and it doesn't feel like the weekend when it's a weekend because we're still both working on shit and tagging uh, out and stuff yeah so yeah. like you know we're trying to be more intentful about having more of a recognizable week again mm -hmm. and making sure that when it's not we are really clear about when we're doing work stuff and when we're not so that we're able to do more one-on-one -on -one time with the kids and it's a little more kind of normal because it's just such an abnormal time right now oh totally i think that all of those you know boundaries are just kind of blurring whether it's the days or the hours in the day or when you're working and when you're not and um where you're working and where you're not you know all of it <clears throat> is blurring and i've been thinking about this too because i feel like it gradually has sort of like just become even murkier and i think i think it's gonna be i think it's dangerous for us to operate in that way um, and that we have to sort of, you know, erect some, some more barriers or, or boundaries, um, you know, even though we don't have the physical ones right now, because otherwise I, I just, I worry about our, um, mental health. And I think, you know, certainly for us, um, weekends I look forward to because that's a time where we haven't really had to do too much work. I try to really limit, you know, how much I'm doing. Certainly there's still, you know, I'm going to the grocery store 
Bethany's home with the kids or, you know, I'm, one of us might work out or something like that, which is also, you know, good to do. But um, that's been the only time that we have that as well, where it's, you know, we're both with the kids. And even then it's like, you know, usually a per- one person's cleaning or cooking or doing something, right? So... Um, oh, and that count, that that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying working. Yeah. Like that that's a big yeah. part of it is just trying to like just clean up, trying to make food, trying to like figure out what the hell you're doing for meals for the week when like nothing's available. And yeah, just like the little yeah. day-to-day things that you have to do to keep a household running. Like that's also happening on top of work and school exactly. and kids being stuck at home yeah. all the time and yeah. kids having homework and it's it's really it's just like adding up to this really kind of uh strange kind of static busyness, you know? Yes, yes, Where you feel yes, like you're yes, running yes. around all the time, but you're actually just going between one of three rooms. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> so internally, true. you're like all over the place, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. No, you're right. It's a good point. I mean, now that I really think about it, I mean, I don't even know, even before this, aside from when we actually go out together, you know, like on a hike or just go out to do some activity, I feel like for the most part, you know, even before this whole situation, we probably, it's... It's probably not common for us in our house to both be spending time with the kids because I, I, you know, there's just always something that know, has to be done right? around the house, and that it, it does kind of make me sad, you know. And maybe that's when I stop and think about it. Maybe that's why we so enjoy when we go out together because then you know you're just fully present, and and that's something I've noticed also for myself. Um, you know, so aside, putting aside the whole, you know, both of us spending time with the kids, there's also, you know, how much are you even fully present with your kids? So when when Bethany is working, you know, we similarly are tag teaming our weekdays, um, but she's actually physically out. So, um, you know, I have to be there for the kids. I can't I can't rely on her whatsoever. Um, but, you know, even then, whereas in the beginning I was like, all right, I'm going to schedule time and have this time to work. Middle of the day, I'm just going to be totally off. And then you know, later in the day, I'll go back to work kind of thing. But even that has started to really erode because, you know, I want to keep on top of things at work. And I just, it's this chronic feeling where um, I'm not giving work as much time as I want to. I'm not giving my kids as much time as I necessarily want to. Um, And it's a sucky feeling, you know, because you just know that you're not able to, you know, just put it all, be your best self or whatever. Uh, maybe that's not fair, but you know, so, so there's that. And, and the, the one sort of respite that I've had from that is when I do go out um, for a hike with the kids or, or whatever, a walk that, you know, I'm, I can't work. I can't, all I can do is be with them and just be outdoors and enjoy it. And I have to say that that is just so refreshing for every day. Even if I only get a couple hours of that, or even an hour of it in the middle of the day, it makes such a difference. Even if it's just as simple, I mean, because the weather is so changeable right now that like, I know. Yeah. It's, it's it's hard to be able to commit to getting even like a full hour a day out of the house. But even if you're yeah. in the house, having like an hour every day where both of you, if, if possible, both parents are not with a phone nearby and like yeah. have their watches on silent mode and are just playing with the kids and like really not doing anything else. Even a half hour of that. It's yeah. so refreshing. And it, you have to really fight for it, you know? I don't you think do. I realize yeah. how awful my time management skills were oh it's funny because people always have mentioned that to me you know but like but but I, I didn't realize like how much i was trying to do every day until i was forced to like have to actually make decisions about it you know mm. like i mean something that i'm noticing a lot is that because a lot of my colleagues have shifted their hours similarly yeah um a lot of people work you know pe- well well past five and they start work at noon you know right and right. i feel like i get like people will send me messages at six responding to something that i sent them at 12 right yep yeah and i feel this like urge like i got stuff last night at seven o'clock you know and i from the 
office of the president, you know, and, and I feel yep. like I should be responding to that. Right. And I, and I didn't last night. I was yeah. Like, if, yeah. Because, because if I set this up, then I will be dooming myself to always have to do this. Somebody mentioned something that I thought was really, actually, Micah read this somewhere. Um, she said, we're not working from home right now. Yeah. We are trying our best to get our work done while also surviving in a pandemic situation with yeah. families and mm. all these other responsibilities. That's so that's so helpful to really put it in perspective because right? it's, this is not the normal working from home situation where you even can have those same boundaries. Like, you know, I've read the best practices and all that. People are still writing about it. Like, make sure you have sort of, you know, rituals that help you sort of ease your way back into work or back f- from work and, you know, don't do work during the other hours and all that but like the the practicality of it all i mean it's just it, I, I think that's so true we're just trying to get our work done amidst this it's not exactly <laughs> you know so it can't be what work from home would be right um because of course that isn't what it would be you know like we would have situation where we, our kids have some kind of child care or something otherwise <laughs> I they mean, would be yeah. able to go somewhere and have somebody right. look after them have you been have able to still work? have your nanny um, a, a very small amount. I yeah, mean. yeah. Well, that's helpful. At least there's something. Um, it is. It is something. But but it's also like it's another you know breaking quarantine to like let somebody in the house every week and that's I kind know, of stressing us I out know. a little bit. And it's like yeah. But, oh yeah. So speaking, I have to tell you why I was in New Hampshire too. But keep going. Oh sorry. yeah, we never got yeah. So go ahead. So yeah, what was that all about? <laughs> well, and I'm I'm ratting myself out here, and people can judge um, for this. But uh, one thing that for some reason this got into my head. And it hasn't left, and it's been, I don't know, well, I'll just, I'll throw it out there. So, I we don't have a Nintendo Switch, and we've been, you know, it seems like a fun thing to have. And in particular, um, the reason we've been wanting it is because, you know, we're not seeing some of our friends, in particular a friend who we usually, who comes over for dinner, and we usually either play a video game or watch a movie or something. And um, he also has a Switch, and I know that we can play, right? So, so we thought it'd be kind of a fun thing to do. And we decided at a time where they were still somewhat available, but they were just starting to get sold out. And it mm. turns out they're like as hard to find as toilet paper right now. Are they really? And yes, they're crazy difficult. So, so we've been just keeping an eye out, you know. And thankfully, you can, you know, obviously just use the app. It's not like I'm going to stores every day to find out. Um, but as soon as I see something that's available, you know, I hopefully I try to like. Um, do the pickup option where you can just order it because they don't even ship them anymore. That's like totally out the door. So at one point I was able to like do the pickup and you know, I got, I ordered it. So I was like, all right, we're set. And then, (laughs) and then I even ordered like a game and a controller. And then, you know, a few hours later they're like, Oh, actually we don't actually have it in stock. That has been happening so much. It's crazy. So, so it was such a bummer and, and it only, of course, human nature, right? It only made me want it more. So I've been keeping an eye on like the target site for this and uh and so one came up in um nashua new hampshire so it was like 40 minutes from me you know it's not too far nashua's Um, got a chunkies in it so we know that town very well (laughs) and like you know i knew my rule uh, gradually i was trying to stay within a close proximity to our house um and i and i sort of set myself a limit of like i'm not going to go any further than an hour anywhere because that's just ridiculous so um but at the same time like what the hell else am i going to do you know aside from go for a drive to Nashua, New Hampshire right now. So I might as well just do it. Um, so I went and, you know, and the other thing is Nashua, as you know, I mean, it's like literally as I was in the parking lot for the target, it told me I was entering New Hampshire. (laughs) 
So yeah, it's, it's, right, it's right there. I mean, we go there for dinner sometimes. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So it's deal. right there. Right, yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, I, I definitely still carry some guilt about the idea of even going out to do this. And certainly whenever I, you know, when I've gone to a Target, I make a trip out of it and get groceries and stuff too. I'm not just going for that. But, you know, this was the furthest I've gone and I went and, uh, and of course, <laughs> so I get to the, I get to where they sell them and I overhear one of the guys working there being like, oh man, all these people came like early this morning thinking there were switches here. I don't know why the website's oh saying we have them. God. We don't actually have any. Um, and so I had, I had actually missed the rush of people. So there was like, you know, there weren't many people there. As I said, no one who was working there was wearing masks or anyone that was oh, shopping right. This there. is live for your die, right? Because this is live for your die land. Yeah. Um, but you know, so they didn't have it. So, you know, I, any, I, I heard him talking to his manager and her man, his manager was calming him down and like, you know, well, you should probably check in back just to see. And so, um, I thought, all right, well maybe I've hit perfect timing. Cause maybe that, you know, maybe they do have it, but they don't know it yet. Um, so he went back to check and sure enough, they don't have any. So the whole thing was just, you know, a waste of time oh, man. and left me feeling even worse. Right. Cause here I am like amidst a pandemic going out for a, for a switch, um, so that was the last time that I've actually gone out to look for one, and I've just settled on the idea that, you know, next time it's available for, like, the pickup option, and I know it's actually processed, then I'll then I'll do it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, you know, we're all making these decisions about what to go, when to go out and how to do it and, you know, the ethics of it, and I forget how we even got on the, on the subject again. Um, you mentioned the guilt of, of – um, Oh, of having a nanny come, right, was an example oh, yeah, of yeah, like, yeah, breaking you know, quarantine. we're breaking, right, yeah, yeah, breaking right. quarantine, right, right. It's like when, you know, when you decide to do that, because certainly this isn't an essential, um, but it's something that, you know, given how much we're home, I thought it would be nice to be able to connect that way. Oh, so. totally. I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't judge you for that whatsoever. No, I but, mean, but I do know what yeah, you mean about yeah. the guilt, right? Like there, there are right, a lot of right, things right. where I've been like, ah, oh, I don't think I should. I should do it. Um, but it's getting weird. Like when when we went when we had to clear out of the house the other day because yeah. of the the buyer coming at the, the potential buyer. Uh, it was like the first time that we've all been in the car together in forever. Yes, like all four of us right. were in the car, and I, and and the kids were like clearly weird about it. They're like, "Oh, that's where my <laughs> that's where my Game Boy was." Like were, you know, yeah, all yeah. these things that have been in the car for a month and a half. I mean, this has been going on for so long, so long, <laughs> and it's there's still so much more of it to go, and it's just so so strange but i gotta say i think that we are uh getting through this together and i think that we're gonna be okay and i think that yeah. we are about to enter the back half of this crest and i think that i think so um, it will feel like it it's gonna get you know nice and warm outside soon if yeah. it stops snowing you know yeah <laughs> once it stops snowing it's gonna feel it's gonna feel better this you know the trees the rest of the trees are gonna flower and we're gonna feel like uh you know the allergies will be it's such a big deal that we'll forget for a minute. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I really hope, obviously, that people don't become lazy in the midst of these well, changes. Well, that's the thing. But... I just don't know what's going to happen, you know, because it's like as many or more people are going to die or and be seriously ill from this, it's just that it's going to be stretched out over more time, hopefully, right, that it isn't as much of a peak. Um, and so, I don't know, it's just hard to wrap my brain around what it's actually going to be like. You know, like, I guess, I guess a lot of it will just be continuing to, to social distance, but not lockdown at home, um, eventually. I mean, cause we're still talking about probably, you know, I imagine a good month away from actually not being sort of locked down in our house still, um, at least. Right. I mean, I, mean, even I feel now, like, it, I feel like it's going to be more than that. Right. Right. So, which is why I'm hearing you say that. And I'm like, well, I don't know. It feels, it still feels kind of far away. <laughs> It does. You know what I mean? I know it does, but but I, I guess I I guess 
I'm trying to focus on like I'm. I think you're trying to be gotten, positive. Well, That's we've what all gotten kind of do. used to living with the I'm anxiety throwing a wet of it a little on bit. You. <laughs> yeah, thank you, wet blanket. <laughs> we like we like the the sort of the shock period is subsiding a little bit. Yeah, the, no, no, no. I'm totally with you there. I definitely you know feel I mean? less anxious about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like we have become a little more comfortable with this new normal. Yeah, and I think in the midst of that, it's becoming easier to see when like small moments of grace happen again. Like we've talked about the last few episodes. Yes. You know, there have been dramatic yes. ones, but also like that, that Zoom class that you had, that was a little moment of, of like connection with cool. people, right? Yeah, I had a virtual, the first time the whole choir connected to a virtual rehearsal mm-hmm. on Thursday because we're no longer singing in the church now. Like we've, right. we've stopped doing that for the time okay. being. You did, yeah. And uh, and it, we were just, I couldn't stop smiling seeing everybody's faces mm. on the screen or like, you know, um, we had, uh, I, I'm, I'm teaching some courses at the, at some, some, I'm doing some lectures at my alma mater that I had yeah. done back in February and I'm, I'm not now doing it for some other classes. I'm going to do those in zoom. Um, and then through another friend of mine, Dan, I got connected with this, uh, international day of learning organization. So I'm going to do some lecturing in that too via a zoom course. So I'm actually getting to do some <laughs> oh, teaching man, now, which the, is, the, which is something the volume that I, of stuff. I just laugh at this, the volume of stuff that you do. I know, you know even idiot. amidst this, no, no, it's not, not at all. It's just, it's funny. Like the, the idea that you're even able to pick, keep up with all this stuff is, is amazing. Well, did I mention we also sold a house during the, so, you know, I mean, all bets are off now, who knows, but I feel, I feel oh, like man. just in the midst of all this, I'm, I'm rediscovering, for example, this, this small thing that I really miss teaching a lot, you know, it's something I don't really mm. have an outlet for anymore and I'm getting chances to reconnect, you know, and yeah. I, I think, you know, like, you know, my cousin Joey's been drawing way more than he ever, you know, not than ever, but than he has been lately That's and awesome. sending it and I'm like, man, you're so good at it. And I feel like I've never gotten to mm. see this much of your work before, you know, because wow, we're all yeah. sort of getting that's so interesting to reconfigure ourselves just thinking about that yeah like how many people have discovered something i mean we've all probably discovered something about ourselves (laughs) maybe some bad stuff too um over this time frame but how many people are genuinely like discovering new skills or who will come out of this and actually you know go on a totally different trajectory with their career or their hobbies or whatever Um, it's it's interesting to think about that yeah like there was somebody on reddit the other day just in the comments on a thread that was saying how like he he owns a restaurant and it's been closed Mm -hmm. obviously this whole time and he's like you know it's the first time in my entire life that i've been home with the kids this much and i didn't realize how much i was missing out on and i didn't realize like how great i was at doing this and so like he's he's like you know we're going to close the restaurant and i'm going to find a way to work from home for you know an office job my wife's going to go back to work because she she misses it more than i do yeah. And like, I think we're going to see a lot of that, you know, yeah. I mean, we're going to see a lot of people who I think decide that they never want to work from home ever again. Right? Yes. <laughs> and I think we'll probably see a lot of people who are like, you know what, actually, I want to be a stay at home parent now. I, I think yeah. this is actually yeah. a better fit for me, you know? So who, who knows? Well, that's the happen. thing. I mean, if nothing else, I think we'll all have a more fluid sense of, of how work can happen. And, you know, hopefully it's still, <laughs> we still have our boundaries, right? That's what, as we just talked about. Um, but you know, this has certainly broken barriers in ways that, um, it won't, won't go back. And I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see how we do all go back and what that looks like. But, um, I think this idea of, of, um, discovery and, you know, learning more about ourselves and how we can manage time and, um, and be parents. I think that, well, that certainly feels like a theme for this one. Um, (laughs) if I have to name it something, Um, and I think something we should, you know, give some more thought to, because it is, it is that moment where I I imagine we're going to look back on it and be like, wow, that was, that was really special in its own way. You know, totally. Assuming we don't die. (laughs) Right. (laughs) There's that. There's that. (laughs) 
Oh man! All right, I want to leave you with one funny, cute image please, from, please from just do. before we started recording. So we've been getting a lot more into yoga as a result yeah. of this lockdown, yeah. Because it's it's something that's kind of easy to do, and the kids actually oh, really yeah. enjoy it, right? Yeah. So the kids have been doing their cosmic kids yoga that I've mentioned before. Yes, They've yes, They've been working yes. through the Harry Potter one right now. Um, that's awesome. Which is a half hour long, and they do the entire thing, which is pretty amazing. That Even is. Henry, he like loves it. He does the poses correctly and stuff for the most part. So cute. Um, it's so cute. And so, but Micah and I, you know, we, we use like her yoga apps, um, mm-hmm. and so, and we're all like kind of you know condensed into doing it in one room together. So the kids have like the TV playing the YouTube, and we're both looking at Micah's phone, and, and <laughs> our mats are kind of facing perpendicular to each other. Yeah. And uh, we have all this firewood that we're not. We haven't. You know, we got when we we had snow like a month ago. Do you remember that? Like just right. this kind yes, of freak yes, snowstorm. Yes, yes. And I was like, oh, I guess it's not quite spring yet. So we like got all this dirt flame, you know. And then it was warm again. <laughs> and now, like because it's suddenly snowing out, I'm like trying to use up all the dirt flame logs. And so we've been having yeah. fires roaring all day. And so we were doing like <laughs> hot yoga with the kids downstairs, and we're oh all like God. sweating and doing That's the poses. That's so funny. And I'm like, man, this is you know, like this is something that would not have happened under normal circumstances. And it's like a little moment that I'm really treasuring, you know? Yes, so, yes, I love that image of keep uh, the fire keep blazing. It's <laughs> yeah, spring. I was like, it's really getting hot. And here. you're doing hot yoga. I was waiting for you know, like someone in a downward dog, Henry or Jude, and just like a total poop disaster at that moment or something. <laughs> I thought that was going to be part of the story, but maybe next time, John. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Could be. All right. Take care, Talk everybody. to you later. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.